Resident Evil Lighting Specialist to Arc Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, John Heyman joins us from Atlanta, Georgia, where he is CEO of Snap One, a leading manufacturer and distributor of audio, video, networking, surveillance, power, and wiring products. When our guest today last appeared on the podcast back in December of 2020, his company was still called Snap AV. None of us had received our first COVID-19 vaccine and the University of Georgia was still seeking their first football national championship since 1980. Well, a lot has happened since then. Hey, John, how about them dogs? Go dogs. <laughs> Go dogs. Throughout it all, the custom integration industry just keeps humming along with Snap One right in the middle of it all. John Heyman, thanks for returning to the podcast to share your tech observations and company updates. Great, great to be here, Jeremy. Uh, it's been too long. Well, for those of you who may be confused by my seemingly random football reference, uh, John and I are both proud Georgia Bulldogs. So, again, how about them dogs? It's been a pretty fun run there for us. Yes, yes, it has. And you're you're right there in the middle of it all, being in the Atlanta area. I I have to watch from a distance, but I did was fortunate that the first of back-to-back -back national championships was right in my backyard here in Indianapolis. So. Uh, that worked out very well for me. I got to attend the game. I did not travel out to LA for the uh, for the next one, but uh, I had my college roommate there, and we were constantly in touch, and it was a great time. So um, we will move on to industry talk, but uh, that that's that's a really fun thing to share. And uh, I didn't realize until after we were off our last recording that we were both fellow Bulldogs. You saw my backdrop and what I had sitting back there with uh, memorabilia and things, but. Uh, Time has flown by since you were last on, and I didn't realize how far back it had been. Um, and, and then I saw you were at the recent ProSource and HTSA spring conferences and realized it was time to catch up and follow some of the progress, obviously, through product introductions you've had and talk to Eric Harper, your VP on the podcast. Um, like I guess it was back at the end of the year last year after Cedia. So we've caught up and talked about Snap one. I just haven't talked to you. I wanted to start more broadly, though. We'll get to the products and find out what's going on there. But uh, when you look at the current state of the CI industry, as you go out and meet with dealers and partners, what do you feel good about right now with the channel as a whole? Well, I think uh, you know the channel. Um, this industry has evolved so much. Over now, I've been in, in it eight years. I used to consider myself an outsider. I'm no longer an outsider. And the industry has changed so much in terms of the products that are available to integrators, the choices they can uh, make in terms of what products they put into someone's home or business. Um, I think uh, the industry has ridden the back of, you know, the work at home, live at home, everything at home phase where people have been upgrading um, and, you know, they've enjoyed some really successful uh, years. I think that um, I've been to uh, ProSource recently, HTSA recently. I had the opportunity to spend a day with six of our uh, larger partners on Monday and uh, Tuesday. And I would say everybody remains bullish about their business. Everybody um, has some 
more caution because of everything in the news cycle right now. But people are still quite busy. And the challenges they face are, you know, quite similar to the challenges they've been facing for the past, you know, five to 10 years or so. And so I think people are kind of raising their heads um, kind of above water, if you will, because they've been so busy during COVID, so busy struggling with the supply chain issues that various manufacturers have had. And they're looking at ways now uh, that things have maybe slowed down just a bit, just a bit on how they can optimize their businesses and get ready for the next cycle. Because, you know, I think everybody understands in 2007, 8, 9, the housing crisis was we had way too many homes in the U.S. There had been too much speculation. Now, all research indicates that the housing crisis we currently have is we're underhoused as a country and we're going to build, you know, there's going to be close to 20 million homes built over the next decade. The homes that exist today will need to be refreshed with technology. There'll be new opportunities with new products. So people are really optimistic. And I think, but, you know, they're taking a little bit of pause right now and saying, how can I make my business better for what I know is going to be a strong cycle ahead? Yeah, that's a interesting um, observation there too, because I do feel like there have been an industry folks who in, in earlier days maybe were just a little, I don't know, naive about the future and realizing that there's going to be a downturn always, you know, it's every uh, upturn, ha- there, there has to be a downturn. And I think they've been through it enough times, the veterans, the, the experienced integrators that they're always kind of bracing themselves now and they're keeping up with the business. They may not be able to keep up quite as much as they'd like with the staffing shortages that they have, or it was supply chain, something that's out of their hands, but they adjust. Um, When you look at uh, opportunities to improve um, the way that they operate, besides just being prepared for that downturn or um, staffing issues, what do you see as opportunities within the technology maybe that are, are ways that they could grow, improve, um, find ways to, to, to be less reliant on the, the ebbs and flows of certain, I don't know, entertainment technologies that people don't necessarily feel like they have to invest in, but I'm thinking something like lighting or something along those lines. Are a little lighting, bit more. networking, surveillance, which is around the safety of your home. Well, I think, um, I'll talk, you know, it, it, there's two, things that come to mind when you ask me that question. One is, how can they grow their business? You know, even if there is some more conservatism in the economy, and then how can they optimize their business around the revenues they have? And um, when I think about the latter, optimizing their business, you know, this is still an industry. We have we have a labor shortage that's that is not going away. So you have to become more efficient. How do you become more efficient? The things that I be, I see smart integrators doing is standardizing across their product lines, whether it's ours or somebody else's, so that their, their techs can only absorb so much training to integrate, frankly, what's still a bunch of disparate products from different manufacturers in a home and so or business. And so I think this, what I see smart integrators doing is standardizing so they can drive efficiency 
with their teams. That's number one. Number two, when it comes to growth, um, you know, I think the end customer loves what our industry does. They love the whole home audio. They love the movie theaters we've installed. They love the outdoor entertainment uh, uh, venues almost that we've constructed in their backyards. What they don't love, and we've got to look ourselves in the eye as an industry, what they don't love is the reliability of their experiences. And, 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 and that is something that Snap One has realized for the past five years or so. And because our focus is singularly on this industry, we have a commitment to try to help our integrators deliver better customer service over time. And so how do you do that? One is uh, standardization. Then if you do that, what we would contend is there's ample opportunities to grow your business and it lies within your install base. We all know that we, you know, people, if a bar or restaurant's opening, our integrators are chasing that business. They have relationships with builders. They depend on references in their communities. But the install base of this industry is still driving. The analogy I made at HTSA was they buy a new Mercedes every two years, but inside their home, they're driving eight-year-old technology or 10-year-old technology. And if we take care of our customers as an industry, if we take great care of our customers, there is a huge upgrade opportunity inside our base. They're running on old networks. Their surveillance systems uh, uh, don't provide the kind of video analytics and user experiences that we can now with things like our new X20 lineup, lighting opportunities. Those all are really robust opportunities inside your install base, but you better, better make sure first your customer's happy with your service. So we're investing a lot of things to drive higher reliability and higher uh, customer sat for the industry. Yeah. And speaking of the service itself, that aspect of you're talking about equipment that isn't going to just work all the time. It, you know, we know that we, we have glitches in technology and I guess homeowners need to understand that the clients need to understand that, but to be able to get ahead of that as an integrator, and you've got a couple of great opportunities with that with Oversea and Parasol as far as yeah. service ahead of them realizing that there's a problem almost, right? Um, and being yeah, I, able to remedy yeah, it remotely. I think it extends past service. I think it extends to software. So kind of my background was in changing the way restaurants and retailers worked. And if you think about what, how those started 40 years ago, it was with a cash register basically a solid state device that a retailer restaurant used to serve the customer and process transactions. Over time, it morphed to open technology and it became much more software driven. And that's what's happening in our industry is it's becoming much more software driven. 20 years ago, we were installing solid state devices that were much more reliable and um, didn't depend on the software and software has to be maintained over time. Drivers have to be written, security patches, new functionality can be introduced. And so this industry has become much more software driven. I mean, just look at the improvements and functionality we keep making in OS3 with Control 4 and with Oversee. That makes the product better and better as the 
a homeowner owns it, the business owner uses it, or the integrator needs to use it. And so, you know, we feel very strongly that what we need to do is number one, help our integrators with service. You know, homeowners are using their products at night and on the weekends when the integrator is not working. The bar and restaurant that they installed is using it at night and on the weekends. The average integrator has five to 10 people in it. They don't have the scale to provide effective seven by 24 service. Parasol gives them that scale and we can serve that customer directly for the integrator. The integrator shares in the profitability of that without having to do a whole lot. And the reason we can make that so cost effective is because A, over C is being used by Parasol and B, the integrator has standardized on technology so we can fix the problem remotely 80% of the time. And customers are thrilled with that service. So then the next question is, you know, how do we enable a world where um, customers are using and need more and more software? And so uh, I'll give an example with uh, OS3. OS3 can be used on our touch panels. It can be used on our remotes, but people like to use it on their own devices as well. They might use it in connection with another device. And so the mod, the integrator who's setting all that up has to be compensated for that work. The manufacturers have to be compensated for that work. So we see the industry moving. It's very exciting actually, because of kind of the cloud platforms, the new functionality we're going to be able to deliver to the industry over time around soft, uh, software that we use today, around new functionality like surveillance as a service and video analytics and video storage. And fortunately, the whole DIY movement is setting the stage for this already. Like Ring charges now a, a, an annual fee for video storage. So we're really excited about kind of the move towards software. We're investing, uh, Jeremy, I'll bet you at this moment, we're investing about 50 million, five zero million annually in our software. And so these are things, the software and service platforms that will help integrators evolve their business, take better care of their customer, drive more business with them and uh, and grow their business more profitably. And your the reference that you made to the control for uh, OS three, it's up to three point three. Three three. Yeah, that's how you say it. Um, sometimes we editors don't know how to actually say those things out loud that we read. But uh, it seems like the big message there was response to dealer requests um, with user interface streamlining and daylight modes for LED lighting that, um, you know, tunable white, which is a big trend right now, obviously. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so continue to evolve that uh, control system, that operating system, like you said, and, and being able to do that and push, push updates to end users so that they can see progress and give the integrators opportunities for upgrades, I guess, as well. So, I mean, this is an example where the product has just gotten better with the release and things like, uh, you know, being responsive to tunable lighting is something that the end customer didn't have uh, three months ago and now they will have. And then here's the upgrade opportunity, which is I'll bet you we have good data on this. I don't have the up to date, probably uh, uh, 60 to 70 percent of homes are still running OS2. Hmm. 
Think about that now as an integrator, the opportunity there to go back and provide a whole new experience to your customer and the attachment you get of other products while you're there. And the customer will be happy that you came. They'll, they'll be happy that you visited. I, I was with a group of integrators, I won't name where, and I, we asked the question, how many of you have not had contact with a, one of your customers in over five years? It's amazing the number of hands go up. And again, we're using open technology platforms. The customers, the customers want you to check in with them and see how the technology is running and help them improve it. I, I love when my integrator comes by. It's the, it's the best time. You always have a checklist of things like, hey, can we figure out why this is happening? And, you, That's know, right. you know, it's always like, you know, they're so busy. You just wish they were able to be more proactive because they're so busy they're they don't have a system in place for you know, client follow-up and, and this is where i think you know when the business was a solid state industry it could really be install it and you were done right but as the business has moved to open technology you can't install it and then be done hmm. and so what has happened is the business model for the industry has to be better aligned. If, if you have a service model, then you've aligned yourself with the customer. And the problem is, again, the service has to often be provided after hours. And many integrators don't have the scale to staff that, which was the brilliance that Ted Brunnekamp, Henry Clifford and Greg Simmons had when they started Parasol to scale a service offering for the industry. And so we're, we're really excited about that. Well, we will continue our conversation with John Heyman after the break. Today's episode of Residential Tech Talks is brought to you by NICE, the global manufacturer of smart home security and building automation solutions. NICE is bringing together 30 years of innovation with award-winning products from Elan, Speakercraft, and Panamax to create a holistic ecosystem for builders, integrators, and consumers. Learn more about how you can create one home with one solution at go.niceforyou.com backslash RTT. Welcome back. We're talking with John Hammond, CEO of SnapOne. Um, John, speaking of investing, you um, recently announced a, a new uh, co-headquarters in Lehigh, Utah. Um, and it, it looks amazing and uh, is quite... Uh, quite the facility. What makes it special for your employers? I mean, employees, I'm sorry, and your partner integrators? Um, sure, sure. Well, first of all, for our, nothing happens without our team. And so, you know, one of our tenets is to be a great place to work. And so uh, we saw an opportunity to significantly upgrade what was the Control 4 headquarters in Lehigh, it's a beautiful building, lots of glass, natural light. We, uh, very few people in the industry have an anechoic chamber. We built our own anechoic chamber for, for testing. Better testing means better quality. We've been investing so much in quality over the past five years with great results. So I would say just the, the openness of the facility, the light and energy, the testing, the labs we've built, it's just a great home for our, our team members and all our engineers to congregate and uh, be more productive and, and, and build more and more and better products. So uh, that's one upgrade we've done. We'll do a similar upgrade in, uh, in Charlotte, which is our other 
large uh, headquarters um, over the next couple of years. And, you know, it's, you know, to the labor shortage isn't going away for highly talented people. And so one of the things we want to do, especially in this, you know, hybrid work environment is make sure we have really awesome workspaces for our team members. And, you know, the investments we've made in both of those facilities around testing, not just our products, but how other manufacturers products work with our products so we can diagnose any issues before they get into the home or, or the commercial space um, helps the integrator. So we're really excited about that. And we would invite any integrator to our Charlotte labs or to our, uh, our labs in uh, Salt Lake to see what we're doing. And uh, just curious, are you um, hosting trainings at those facilities or are you mostly going out into the field to do trainings these days? We're, we're doing both. We, uh, I think for our very large partners, uh, we, we will do some visits to their offices, but generally we do training uh, in Charlotte and in uh, Lehigh. I think the, you know, we had one of the things we did when we had this vision of building more brick and mortar stores in, in local communities was to extend training into those communities so integrators didn't have to travel. Of course, COVID and bringing people together interrupted all that, but that remains something that we're still very focused on doing is making, we realize that the tech has to be well-trained. We realize that there's a lot of different technology out there and opening our doors and getting it closer or virtual online for our uh, integrators is important so they can keep their teams efficient, but also well-trained. Yeah, you uh, celebrated five years of uh, local growth with those um, partner stores. So um, how many are you up to? Um, how, what's the spread across the country? And you know, what's your plan for those in terms of adding uh, yeah, we have uh, we have 42 stores now. And if you think about our strategy, it's generally any major market where we see, you know, a large number of integrators with, you know, significant end customer demand. And we want to be closer to those integrators. So we uh, just opened a couple earlier this year. We'll open another three to five this year. Okay. Um, and we're continuing to expand that footprint. And like, what does a store actually do for the mm -hmm. integrator? What, what can we do? How can we expand our services to integrators? Uh, we're getting great feedback. Um, we are fortunate to have a lot of other leading third-party manufacturers, we call them third party, other manufacturers besides step one participate. And, you know, we, we feel like we're offering kind of the best lineup of products, including ours, um, and have visions of kind of expanding uh, the services. So I think over time, um, you know, I, I think at, at the moment, I think the pacing of, you know, four, five, six stores a year is a good pacing for us, lets us make sure we can open the stores in an orderly manner with great staff at each store. Um, and if we try to grow it too quick, you know, that equation may uh, uh, fall apart a bit. Right, right. And it's great to have that that touch factor there out in the market, not just be, um, you know, handling everything virtually, which is, you know, something that could happen. But you're you're able to walk in there and get what you need if you are in a bind or have that pickup situation or do some training, some local yeah. training. So that's great. Yeah. Um, we'll talk, circling back to the more product specifics that we mentioned at the beginning. 
uh, at Cedia back in September, October period, I guess it was October this year, um, there were several great introductions from the company, including the Control 4 Halo remotes, um, vibrant lighting, episode radiance, audio and lighting systems outside there, um, and the Luma uh, X20 surveillance and Arachnus wireless access point. Um, a lot of that you've seen this one shipping. We've reviewed a couple of the remotes. It's great to see that update because you know the interface, user interface, is always such a great piece. Um, what do you um, find that the dealer partners are most excited about from your new products? And you, it's hard to say that probably in a general sense, but what are you hearing from the field on, on the Well, new I products? think last year they were most excited. Uh, they, that, first of all, Cedia was amazing, and mm -hmm. it was great to see the reception around the new products. The feedback I got last year for most integrators was, don't know how you did it, but you had inventory when nobody else did. Right, and, that's, that's and, interesting. And, huge compliment to our engineering team because we face componentry issues, mm -hmm. but our engineering teams kept pivoting uh, uh, firmware designs, et cetera, so we could react very quickly and make sure integrators had products. So that was kind of the focus in 2022 is just keeping our integrators in business. At the same time, those same teams were doing some amazing in innovation. You cited all of it just again, First of all, we've transitioned from the EA series to the core controllers without interruption. We've brought out a whole new series of Halo remotes. You'll start seeing the, the, the rest of the family later this quarter. Um, vibrant lighting, radiance, other lighting products, the software releases, 3.3.3, uh, big oversee release, Arachnus, Wi-Fi 6, um and uh radiance uh new sunbright products so i think this past quarter or so has been the largest quarter of launched innovation we've ever had as a company and there's more coming like mm. this this was the vision when we originally brought snap av at the time together with control four we still got a lot of work to do but now integrators are seeing it and the feedback uh, has been outstanding. Um, I think uh, we all recognize what a great uh, opportunity lighting is. Yeah. Um, we uh, all, you know, as I would call it, the whole country's underlit. Right. Like I'm, bu I'm building a new home right now. I used a lighting design service and it's amazing what light can do for your home. And our integrators should be in the middle of this trend. Um, and so I'm not excited about any one product more than the other. I think integrators deliver solutions. Yeah. And, and what they need to deliver solutions is an array of products. And I think what we're showing now is it's not just the software that makes all these products work together, but each one of these products in and of themselves are best in class. So that's what I, that's the, that's the feedback and the energy I feel when I'm speaking with integrators. Yeah, and, and that's that's obviously what Snap One is all about. It's that whole solution. But uh, if we dive in a little bit more, I mean, I, I was thrilled to see the Halo remotes um, as uh, full disclosure as a Control 4 client myself. And uh, I'm still looking forward to getting uh, a, a, a review unit because uh, we've got a 
professional integrator that reviews products for us. He's been getting them all, which is fair. Um, he may also be a dealer, so that's easier. But uh, I was also really excited about that episode, Radiance um, product, that uh, that outdoor lighting and audio speaker product that kind of, it just looked like a great engineering feat. Um, talk about hardware, you know, to be yeah. able to build build something that you can make into multiple things with the yeah the team did a great job with it and it's so integrator friendly because of what you just said like you know you you can let your imagination run wild and how how you want to configure that you know not just in kind of your backyard but you know like we're putting it in our walkway up to our house because you know it gives some light but you know if you're having a party some some nice soft audio as people are walking into your home. So, uh, kudos to the team. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, you, you spoke of lighting and of course you've got the vibrant, um, brand linear lighting line. And I saw that at light Palooza, which was the last big event that I was able to attend in February. And I didn't go to the buying groups this, this spring, but, uh, um, you, you, you mentioned it already, but obviously that's just such a great opportunity for, for your partners to get in early on a project to, to not only make lighting a better um, aesthetic in the home, but to be a partner earlier in the project so that you can then influence further investment in that uh, home technology, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's just, you know, another experience that this industry can bring to uh, smart living that really ups ups the experience for a homeowner. You know, large integrators that I speak to are moving into electrical because of it. They Mm -hmm. want to get on the front end of kind of the lighting. And I think from our perspective, we know many integrators can't afford to do that. So we're thinking about, you know, how do we help integrators with that? Mm -hmm. Just like with access networks, we're helping integrators with network design when they need it. Um, you know, how can we be helpful in setting up a network for you, a surveillance system for you, lighting design, so the integrators can scale their businesses again because they face labor shortages or they're just not of the scale that they can afford to hire that specialized expertise and keep them busy all the time. Right. I look forward to hearing more about that. That's great. Great to, to know that. Uh, you know, the, the scale of Snap One can get behind something like that and really help those partners out. So uh, look forward to the future. Wrapping up, um, Infocom is probably next on the calendar in terms of big events. And I, I know that Snap One's primarily focused on the residential side, but you are you do have a, a presence there on the commercial um, side. So um, what are the specific commercial business initiatives and specifically Infocom focused products that would be at that show? Yeah. Well, first, you know, first of all, we, we have seen a number of commercial integrators come and, you know, buy products from us and look mm-hmm. for solutions. But let's not forget, many residential integrators are also working in commercial spaces. Sure. And so um, for us to be you know, if we believe standardization is something that the industry needs, we have to be there for those needs as well. Mm. So, you know, again, their techs can be more efficient if if our products can serve both uh, types of venues, a home and a smaller commercial establishment. And so uh, we've been uh, investing in products uh, over the past 
you know, few years in that area. Uh, we're continuing to do so. We've got um, products from Binary, mm. uh, Control 4, and Strong that we'll be highlighting at the show. And uh, we're really, you know, excited to get feedback on this. And I guess I, I'll throw a little curveball. I, I know you're not going to be able to answer this, but I have to ask it or people are going to go, why didn't he even bother? In the fall Cedia Expo, the biggest show of the year for us all. I know you can't probably tell me anything. Is there anything you can hint at as far as new products for that show? I think all I'll say is I think if you saw the buzz around our booth and products uh, this past year, I think uh, you'll see um, you'll see an equal level of excitement around some new things that the team is working on. We typically try not to show products before we launch them, right. but uh, we're, we're, we're working hard to, you know, all these trends that you and I have been talking about today, you know, these, these products that we're launching are the initial launches in families of products. Okay. And so I think you're going to see a lot of uh, extension there um, and a lot of excitement. That makes sense. Very good. Well, John, thanks so much for taking your uh, time out today to talk to us and I hope you have a great uh, continu continuation into your, your spring and summer and success with Snap One. And we look forward to seeing what's in store this fall from the company. L let's not wait three years before <laughs> we uh, catch up again. All right, Jeremy, good, good to speak with you. Great talking to you too, John. John Hammond is CEO of Snap One. You can learn more about his company at snapone.com. And that wraps up today's show, which was produced by Residential Tech Today, IPW, and Pretty Easy Podcast. Please check out prettyeasypodcast.com if you want professional and affordable production help on your own podcast. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to our weekly podcast wherever you watched or listened to this episode. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at our magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can also subscribe to the print or digital magazine and to our Tuesday and Friday email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential lighting specialist to our residential house.